Greetings and welcome to the September 2023 edition of the Fraser Valley Pre-Sale Pulse, bringing you the latest real estate intelligence on the Valley's pre-sale and resale marketplace over the past 30 days. I'm Susanna Gonsalves. And I'm Brittany Reimer. Um, and Suze, if you can believe it or not, it's already September, um, the start of the fall season and of the school year, and in many ways, the start of the real estate market. Uh, for a lot of buyers and sellers, this is the time when the market wakes up after the summer nap, and we're seeing this actually manifest with a number of new launches this fall. So let's jump right into it. Yeah, let's do that now. In markets like Burnaby, we're seeing a tremendous flurry of activity. There are over 1,800 units across several concrete towers that are on the cusp of entering the market. Now, you mentioned a few launches, but are we seeing that same sort of surge in the Fraser Valley, and why or why not? Yeah, that's a great, uh, that's a great question, Suze. We have a number of programs that are upcoming, which we will cover in our project feature shortly, but it's certainly a different feeling this fall in the Fraser Valley. Uh, in contrast to what markets like Burnaby, where concrete seems to be uh, reigning supreme, we have seen very little concrete activity overall in the Fraser Valley. Yeah, instead, launches have been concentrated on wood frame product with projects like Unison and Langley and Hartley's newest building in Surrey. Yeah, and that's not to say that there isn't available product uh, in the pipeline, Suze. Um, we've been tracking projects like Piano by Concord, uh, Juno by Streetside, uh, and Sky Living by Allure Ventures, all uh, which are either approved and are taking registrations um, or will be taking uh, registrations this fall. Uh, we mentioned some challenges with Fraser Valley developers right now in terms of land costs and construction um, teams and costs as well. This is another issue which we'll cover in the resale section um, is the values that have simply been slower to recover in the Fraser Valley. And those costs are, are very challenging for development partners. Yeah, exactly. While Greater Vancouver prices have recovered to within 4% of their absolute peak values, Fraser Valley remains more than 13% away. What that means for developers is that they have some more distance to go before they can sell at the prices they originally expected at the initial consumption of their project. Yeah, and as confidence returns to the market off of positive developments like the recent you know, Bank of Canada interest rate hold, I would expect that there will be a similar surge of activity in the Fraser Valley. Until then, let's examine some of the wood frame programs that we do have coming up uh, this fall. Yeah, all right, let's start with the new release of homes seen at Hartley. Their newest release building is called Cedar and marks the third phase of the development by Port Homes. Cedar will be offering a mix of condos and townhomes ranging from one bed to two bed and dens. Yeah, and they saw a lot of success um, with their previous phases, uh, Willow, and managed to sell about 90% of that inventory within four months of launch. Uh, their remaining inventory consists of a one bed priced at $534.9 and a junior two bed at about $629.9. So affordability is key here. Yeah, and I think a big draw to Hartley is the fact they are one of the only wood frame buildings in Surrey City Centre, offering such a robust amenity package. Yeah, absolutely nailed it. Um, and what they're really capturing at Hartley are those purchasers who are looking for amenities on, that are typically found in concrete buildouts, but do not necessarily want to pay over $1,000 for a price per square foot for a home. So value proposition, very, very high on this program. Yeah, agreed. It's looking like the starting prices for Cedar are quite comparable to what was seen at Willow. So we are probably expecting a blended price per square foot between $815 and $850, a far cry from that $1,000 mark you just mentioned. Yeah, and although that seems quite low, it is worth mentioning that the homes at Hartley are on average around 50 to 100 square feet larger than what we're seeing in their concrete counterpart and other product in that area. So with the overall price points uh, for homes, they're being much lower compared to smaller concrete units. You will be getting more space for a similar price, but I don't know that that $800 really reflects the 
the actual price per square foot of wood frame in that Surrey area. Now I can definitely see this as an attractive option for end users looking for a bit more space. As far as investors go, I think it will depend on the overall end price and the functionality of the smaller plans their concrete competitors are offering. All right, let's move on to our next project feature, Unison by Mortise. Located in Willoughby, Unison will consist of a total of 178 units across two buildings. They'll be offering a range of studios to three beds. There's currently not a lot of active programs in this area, so the only direct competitor that they're really going to be going head-to-head uh, -head with would be uh, Latimer South Village. Now, they're already 50% sold. Um, Unison may be able to benefit from those purchasers that may have missed out on the purchasing at South Village. Yeah, some of the units at South Village were also huge, so it really drove up their overall pricing. The units at Unison are quite a bit smaller and they are also offering studios, so it may attract a lot more investors and first-time homebuyers who couldn't quite justify the larger overall pricing at South Village. Yeah, and even, I mean, with those smaller unit sizes, Unison has done a really good job um, of those layouts being quite efficient. I'm noticing um, of all of their units, except for their studio, offering really spacious kitchens, either an island or peninsula, which is quite rare uh, with these smaller units. Yes, and all of their bedrooms, even the junior two beds, seem to be able to accommodate at least a full-size bed, which is also rare. Now, Unison is expected to uh, launch this fall. I will say it has been certainly more of a quieter, hush-hush type campaign. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how that performs uh, in the next 30 days. Now, August marks the second consecutive month uh, we're seeing a decrease in sales after hitting a 15-month high back in June. With 1,273 sales in August, we're seeing a decrease of 8.2% from July, but still standing at 28% higher than August of last year. Yeah, after an unusual summer of increased activity, I guess we're finally starting to see that summer slowdown everybody always talks about. Exactly. And I would say that we're finally starting to see the effects of the 25 basis uh, rate hike back in July start to really take effect. While sales activities has affected sales to listing ratios, it's quite clear that we're still very much in that seller's market for certain product types like townhomes and condominiums, which are sitting at 38 and 32% respectively. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Susan. Since the expected summer slowdown happened late this year, it'd be really interesting to kind of watch and see how this fall plays out, as now we're around the time where sales activity is typically supposed to begin ramping up again. I think a lot of buyers have been in sitting on the sidelines the past couple months, putting, in, putting off their purchase decision um, in anticipation of potential rate changes, which they found. And now the real question will be, what will the ripple effect of that hold potentially be? Yeah, for those that are looking to get into that market, there's good news and bad news. The good news is that the active listings have seen a continual increase since May of 2023, which should mean that buyers have increasingly more options to choose from. Yeah, and I mean, I hate to ask, but what about that bad news? Yeah, so the bad news is that while overall listings are increasing, the number of new listings per month has been decreasing. So for example, the number of new listings in August was only 2,300 units, which is a 9% decrease from July. What this can potentially signify is that while overall supply is on the increase, this number is likely to be misrepresented by outlier and undesirable properties that have been sitting on the market for months. This means that the true supply of desirable property sits at a much lower number. I think that's a really great point, Sue, as well. We can't talk about supply without mentioning prices. We did see a dip in the benchmark values in August, currently sitting at a million thirty-seven, which is a 0.9% decrease from July and a 0.2% uh, decrease from August 2022. Yeah, it will be interesting to see how these benchmark values will change as we gear up into an anticipated busy fall. Absolutely. Fingers crossed. Let's go. We're ready for some inventory. Let's go, she says. Well, Britt, I believe that wraps us up for another edition of the Fraser Valley Pre-Sale Pulse. 
Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and Newswire, our daily email newsletter providing you with the latest real estate news. We want you to stay informed and real estate intelligent. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next month for October's edition of the Presale Pulse.